Aloha Kohala. It is three o'clock on January 24th, 2024. 124.24. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. This is Intuitive Talk Story with Isla Allgood and Mikel Anna. And we are we are live and alive today, aren't we? Are we? Live. <laughs> and this is actually our first show of 2024. Yes. So uh, yay. Um, yes. welcome to 2024 for Intuitive Talk Story. Um the the year seems to already be somewhat moving fast out there, and uh, it seems like a really amazing, I think a lot of things are going to be coming to light um, this year. It's going to be fast moving and a, and a lot of things coming forward and a lot, as usual, opportunity mm-hmm. to um, to grow and to expand and to move into a, a, our greater gifts. I heard one person frame it kind of... Um, kind of put forward what what you who are you wanting to be by the end of this year like who are, what is your put space set some real great goals of what am I going to embody by the end of this year I'm going to be embodying my gifts at this level I'm really going to mm-hmm. own this place in my life I'm so having these internal goals versus like well I'm going to have a red car yeah <laughs> instead more of like I'm going to embody that wholeness this year I'm going to really embody worthiness I'm really feeling into that i'm gonna sw- squash out anything else that's not needed yeah and and i think sometimes we don't even know what we want uh what we want it all to look like but posing the questions to ourselves what what would i like to see in my life at the end of the year meaning when i look in the mirror and not physically but you know what what do i want to see different or maybe evolved how do I want that to look? Yeah. So also in thinking of that, like it, cause for a second you're like, it went real wide. Like what do I want my life to be or who do I want to be? That seemed like a really wide question and probably too much for any of us to answer. <laughs> We're like, I don't know. Um, but when we go kind of like the way we approach health and systematically is like from that wide angle, which is why it seems very overwhelming. But when we approach health or the self, as a root experience, and we, we distill things down to root causes, then we distill to one thing, and that one thing or a couple things actually fixes a, a bunch of stuff. So if we just concentrate, you know, I'm really going to own, I am worthy of God's unconditional love. I'm worthy mm-hmm. of unconditional love. Just worthiness, just mm-hmm. that. Or moving through, you know, I feel loved and supported. This is the year of safety for me internally. Because if you do that, if you're focusing on this one thing, we actually catch all that other stuff. Because in my worthiness, now I no longer feel that I'm not calling in these other situations because we remember we are a vibration mm-hmm. and we are creating our reality and we're vibrating all the time. So whatever we are experiencing is being vibrated to us. And, and when I think when, when love is at the root of whatever it is we are uh, putting out there for ourselves or putting inside our, ourselves, everything does fall into place around that to support that because it's a high vibrational frequency. Absolutely. Beginning yeah. to love is actually <laughs> what we're talking about. So you yeah. might say, yeah, I want to love and I feel love, but there's still a piece of you that doesn't feel like, I'm enough or I have to do this to do that to right. get love. Right. So what we're talking about is the movement to that place mm-hmm. of feeling complete love and that being your foundation, anyone out there being that your, you know, a foundation for you. 
but it starts, we have to move through our wounding in order to leap from a platform of love consistently. Mm-hmm. So that might be, that's our intention, maybe, but maybe I have to, I want to know where I'm at in that, and I know, oh, well, this still gets me, so I don't want to ignore it. I want to say, I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at that one thing, um, worthiness or this or that, to 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 break free from a whole lot of things. Because once I pull that thing, that lifts my vibration up. Right. And now I'm operating in more of that field of love. Yeah. And now I'm creating new experiences. I'm not experiencing the same experiences I was having previously. Let's have a little uh, concrete example because uh, I shared with you that um, all my clothes are tight right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because of some of the food choices I'm making. I'm eating healthy and... I'm eating other things that are changing that. And it's looking at how do I love myself and accept yet still want to make improvements on who on on my behaviors, not on who I am, but on my behaviors. And you know, it's like a dance. It's like a dance with, you know, I love myself and I accept myself and I need to make I I want to make choices to make sure my body stays healthy so it's it's I think it's valuable I I, I put myself in this as a way to just talk about something concrete because we all have stuff that comes up heck yeah yeah so I love this so when we talked about this before Mm -hmm. we found that the eating right isn't really about eating it's about trying to fill up something else I Mm want to fill myself up with something but I, that's something I may be trying, what I want, I, maybe I can't get it, or maybe I'm, I'm, not, I'm, it's, I'm not feeling that I have access. So I'm going to replace that with something else. Mm-hmm. Food's one of those things that we replace with. We try to fill ourselves up with food. And so we, if we just looked at the food and said, just Isla, just stop eating so much, Isla. Right. Geez, what's wrong with you? Yeah. That's not going to address what's really going on. Mm-hmm. We're only addressing the surface and she might, you know, then she's going to feel bad about herself because, well, I did it again. Yeah. I couldn't stop set myself. A, set oneself up for failure. Yeah. Right? You're going to fail because, yeah. well, gosh, you still don't feel worthy or whatever, or I'm not good. Whatever thing is navigating that. And it could be a myriad of things, but I'm not getting filled somewhere. And I'm, I'm not receiving something. So that's the thing we want to go to. What's the root? What am I really feeling? What's really going on that I'm wanting to eat all the time? Right. I'm, what am I trying to get? And so when you distill it down to that feeling, now you get to what, oh, oh, that I need to have to, I have to do something in order to be loved. I have to, you know, sur- you know, make sure everyone's good. I'm last and nobody cares about me. Whatever's coming up. Yeah. You're going to look at them and go, oh, that's what I'm believing. Oh, so my root cause is really, I love myself and I'm worthy to take up space and be here. And I'm loved just as I am, just being who I am. And I don't need anything else outside of me. I get love direct connect from source. So you can come up with lots of mantras, but ultimately you want to replace a thought with a new, more improved thought. One that's going to bring you vibrancy, one that's going to help create your life, right? And um, I, I told Isla, well, actually, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So what what comes up for me, because I haven't quite gotten to the root of this yet for myself, and I and um, is that one of the times I could get to the root, and any of us could, is being outside in nature, being someplace quiet. And it requires me also making my mind quiet from the chit-chat. Uh, so... 
I think setting oneself up for success is to know, well, where, where could I get the answer? Well, I know I have the answer. So maybe I need to go off for the day and sit at the ocean and just stare at the ocean. And then, or maybe I just need 15 minutes of quiet time where I can ask myself, my higher self, the question, you know, what, what's going on? Uh, how can I improve this? How can I switch? What's at the root? And then listen for the answer. And I, I haven't gotten there yet. So, you know, I'm still on this path of discovery <laughs> like everybody else out there. Well, one, um, one practice that, we talked, that I've talked about before that I love is uh, the evening reflective process mm-hmm. of taking, you know, 10, 15 minutes Longer sometimes, honestly. <laughs> uh, but sitting, I like to sit outside, and I used to do this a lot. And where you sit in the stars and just mm. or sit outside and just review your entire day. So you roll it back from the beginning, and you literally go through your whole day and all your interactions with individuals, and see what was going on with me during mm. that interaction. I was, what was I feeling when I was talking to Joe Blow, to right. Susie Q. And, ooh, I was being kind of weird. Oh, I was feeling insecure. Ooh, I was impatient, mm-hmm. noting those places. And then I would really f- stop, you know, at each one and think, well, what was that coming from? Why was I being impatient with Joe? Oh, I wasn't feeling this. I wasn't feeling this. Oh, I'm not feeling good enough. Now I've distilled it down to a root feeling. Mm-hmm. So and then now I would apologize and do a whole ponopono with Joe, Joe Blow in the ethers. I'm not with Joe. Yeah. I just, yeah. thank you, Joe. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. And, and I choose to learn today. And I'm going to love myself. And I'm, I forgive myself. And I move forward. Mm-hmm. And so then putting in, you know, I'm enough. I'm worthy. I, I get to love myself. I get to show up from this new vantage point tomorrow. And making that conscious choice and making notes, so to speak, and writing it down you are manifesting, right? You've just gone through it, you've cleared it, you've zeroed it out, and you've seen where it comes from, and now you're making an observation, okay, so that's, that's gonna be different tomorrow. I set my intention to that. So when you do that with every part of your day, you realize a lot of things that you wouldn't realize otherwise. You'd think, well, I, I know what I did all day. I don't, I don't need to review it, but you do. Because well, you're you're not looking at the tasks of the yeah, day. Yeah, you're looking you're, at yourself. You're not looking at what you accomplished. Oh, I I got to the post office yeah, and yeah. I mailed <laughs> that card and blah blah blah. It's really, oh, I was talking to that person. And I didn't feel so good at the end of that. What was that about? Yeah, and reflecting on that, and that takes a little time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, or that felt wonderful. What was it about that that felt so wonderful? What what was mm-hmm. that? What was that meeting for me? What was that? Right. Thank you for bringing that yeah. in. In that, it's good to bring up your positive um, sure. wins and your things that you're working the on. The challenges, because it's also yeah. really nice to uh, to acknowledge your gifts and to acknowledge, like you know, I did a good job there. When you did a good job, acknowledge yourself and right. give yourself a you know good job, it, and you know that helps us. And oh, when we talked about goals, make attainable goals. I was just speaking with mm. a client yesterday about attainable goals. So if you're like, you know, I really need to do yoga, don't make a goal yes. that like, I'm going to go to that yoga class every Tuesday and Thursday yes. and that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and, and I'm committed and for I'm, the next two years. <laughs> yeah. And then you don't, you end up not going. Yes. Right. And then you're mad at yourself. Like, see, I don't do anything right. I can't yep. even keep a stupid commitment to yoga. I'm a dummy. Mm-hmm. Right. And we do that to ourselves. So make attainable goals. 
I'm probably not going to get to that place every, you know, but I could get up out of my bed and sit on my living room floor and that I could stretch for six minutes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) 10 minutes, six minutes and make that my priority. Something I can achieve. Right. So you want to do things you can achieve. Can I really make that happen? Is it is that possible? Because once you achieve that next goal, then the other goal is just slightly closer and slightly closer to where we get to where you're like, this is maybe where I want to be operating all the time. Mm-hmm. And this operating all the time, what is that? A kind of a really, I was laughing with Isla recently when I was telling her about my own story of um, like kind of just waking up out of the gate, um, really getting entered into Human Lessons 101, I called it, at about 23 years old. And I felt... I had a business partner. I was I, f- I got here in Kohala. I was my entrance into North Kohala was uh, Hula La's Burrito Bar, where I partnered with a, a woman who had lived here already, and I was just arriving and I didn't know anything about anything in that regard. And I at the time was a young, you know, dreadlock girl, uh, you know, full of enthusiasm. And, yeah, enthusiasm. <laughs> and I'm we're making this Mexican place. She is a New Yorker, daughter of a porn star, New York Jew. And really flamboyant and and very different from me. Mm. And it was it was very challenging. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, oh my god, I don't know if I can do this. And spirit was, told me I could hear my guides and yeah, well, when you when you love her, you'll be done. Mm. What? Yeah, when you love her, you'll be done. Oh, okay. So I have to love this whole thing. I gotta love her, love it, and then you'll be set free from the situation because it's really my test. See. Everything is really your own test. It's not like, oh, God, can you believe that? No, they're in your life because there's something match. There's a match there. It's vibrating to you. There's no accident. There's no accident. It's my test to release whatever is there for me and then love love it. Feel zero. Mm -hmm. Feel neutrality. Feel at ease with it. I'm actually not done until I do. I'm only running from myself and creating it somewhere else because I will if I didn't finish it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I didn't I did and then literally it was like poof you know she we parted ways she decided oh and we it just magically moved into the right situation but it wasn't until I had done the spiritual work that the external situation poof moved into the other thing so if we try to create from out there, it's, again, there's nobody out there. You'll always, right. will always get stuck. But if we go back internally and create here, realizing you are on this magical journey, this magical ride, and it really is about loving everything because everything you see is you. I am you. You are me. It is but one thing. It's a really big one thing, but it's one thing. And so we mm-hmm. are on this magical journey of finding this, knowing if I can just love everything in front of me, then I am, I'm literally moving through the places. Just love it. Love it. Love wherever you are. <laughs> wherever you are, love it. You can't always change your circumstance, but you change mm-hmm. how you meet it. You know, I can't change that I'm on the side of the road, but I can sit on the side of the road crying um, with my hands in my you know, face or I can be like, that's all right. A ride's going to come. The bright people are going to come. I'm going to get my car fixed. It's going to be great. It's all about attitude, right? We you know change your attitude and change the, change the game. So, so we, uh, what we're talking about here is accepting what's going on in your life. And I just saw a video of someone talking about this the other day, and it really resonated for me. It's like uh, what he was saying, uh, it just really rang true that uh, if you're contemplating uh, moving your residence or uh, not hanging out with this friend anymore or not being in that relationship anymore or 
uh, oh, should I stay at this job? The first thing that is most important is that we accept where we are and that we chose to be here for some reason and there's value in that. And then to change our attitude, to have a, a loving and kind attitude no matter what. If you think this is like the worst job you've ever had, then change your attitude and say, well, as long as I'm here, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love the people and I'm gonna make the best out of this. And then when it's time, rather than you having to maybe quit the job or s have 20,000 sleepless nights deciding to quit the job or break up with that person or move out, it will become so obvious that it, it, you don't necessarily have to do anything. The doing is in the embracing, the loving, the kindness, and, and acceptance. You know what? This is here for a reason. I don't know what the reason is, but I'm going with it, and I'm going to love. I'm, I'm just going to keep coming from that place of love for other and for myself. Absolutely, because it's our, it's our movie. So it's our movie. I'm in my own movie and everything going on inside of it is there for me to learn. It's a reflection. These are mirrors and I'm supposed to get the mirror. If it's still hitting me, if I'm still like, I can't believe they're doing that. Jeez. If I'm still feeling that way, yes. then I'm getting triggered. That right. means I still have energy here somewhere. Then this person's actually still a lesson for me. They still got shit for me. To, oops, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> stuff. They still got <laughs> stuff for me to learn. And, um, yeah. you know, that's and that's that's for me to learn. And I, if I get rid, well, I'll just get rid of the person. Yeah. It's not going to get rid of the thing inside of me. So that's what we say. If you can love everything in front, because you won't really be set free from the thing until you can love it in front of you. So maybe it shows up right now in front of me, in front of in Isla, but it's not Isla. It's some, she says something that's just bringing something up from somewhere in my life. Because rarely is the thing being brought up really by the person straight in front of you. Mm -hmm. It's usually, it's most likely coming up right. from somewhere in your it was, life. It was your, your friend when you were five. Right. It was your uncle. It was your parent. It was something that that's just, you, you haven't quite gotten the lesson, whatever mm -hmm. that lesson might be. So if yeah. you're, so what we're saying is get the mm -hmm. lesson mm -hmm. wherever you are. If there's a lesson there, it, you you can feel it. It's like, ah, I'm still involved in this. I'm still getting made an emotion on some way. Until I'm in total zero point about something, like, you really got nothing. I really am over this. I mean, I'm, I'm almost kind of bored. At that point, now I'm yes. not learning anything. Yeah. When that, when I have that feeling, now I'm no longer really, I don't really need this lesson anymore. Now maybe I'm just being of service. And that's cool too. We can be a right. And if and, and if that if space. right if you're engaged with a friend and there's nothing left there, that friend will move on and you will move on. You won't have to make a big decision right. about it. It will happen naturally. It will happen. Right. Things happen naturally in when you don't try to make them happen, but you allow, like I mm -hmm. was moving into accept. You accept what is, you allow the journey. We allow our lessons to be given to us so we can learn them. And once we learn them, then we get to move on to the next set of lessons. Mm -hmm. So if you see everything, every person, every situation as an opportunity to grow, as an opportunity to like meet another piece of yourself, because that's mm -hmm. ultimately what this is. The whole thing is your video game journey to meet another piece of yourself. 
you know, and you're finding another piece and that person's now in my life because he's reflecting something that I need to see. Or sometimes it's reflecting how, how fun I am or reflecting how great I am. Absolutely. Boy, I really have a great time. Gosh, I'm just like Isla too. Yeah. We have so much fun together. Yeah. I'm like that. <laughs> yeah, so we get to, you know, you can have that positive reflection sure. as well. We get to empower and empassion each other. The more we rise up that ladder, mm-hmm. now we get to activate each other into more love, more fun, more joy, more expansion. And that's the goal here. And that's what this year gets to, I think, move pretty fast in things getting opened, activated, and opportunities to move through lessons and to think a lot of stuff's happening out there. And uh, we send prayers just on that note. I want to say prayers to the world, to Maui, to Gaza, to all of the people um, who are experiencing trauma and pain. Let us not put energy towards seeing suffering. Let us put our energy towards seeing peace, towards seeing all coming to love, all coming to their knowingness within and being healed and choosing love on this planet. We are powerful co-creators and we want to put our energy towards that which we are wanting. What is the world we want to live in? In this conversation right now, we're changing, we're jumping earths. We're jumping earths as we learn, as we grow, as we make choices. We are jumping earths in this moment. We're creating a different earth. Mm-hmm. We're not on the same earth as we were 20 minutes ago because we're vibrationally changing the way we think, feel, experience, which is creating right now. As you're talking, all kinds of things were popping up for me. And uh, as you were talking about, you know, uh, we can see the positive in one another too. I think one of the things I've noticed about myself lately is that I haven't been honoring the positive as much as I've been beating myself up for the little nonsensical whatevers. And it's really important. It's I'm really good at doing that for other people, uh, you know, honoring their positives and their gifts and their moments of glory and whatever. And it's like, okay, I, I need to rem- we, we each need to remember to do that for ourselves, to be our own um, cheerleader uh, for what's happening. And also to know who to call when you need somebody to cheerlead with, um, someone that's not going to uh, feed into something negative. And, and uh, you know, we all have stories. So you start telling a story and that person says, oh, yeah, you're right. He's this and she's that. And He's a dirtbag. <laughs> you should get rid of him. <laughs> now, the other thing that came up for me is I was talking to someone uh, maybe 20 years younger than me, and I used the whole video game thing mm-hmm. and the leveling up. Yeah. Because th- this is a generation that grew up with, you know, Super Mario Brothers and computers, getting computers. to the next level and the next level. And I'm like, it, they were sharing with me a challenge they were having with a, a new relationship, even though th- they finally got out of that whole horrible relationship. Well, now they're having some new issue with this new relationship, uh-huh. of course. Right. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe the reason this is coming up for you is so that you can really heal it and as and when you level up because we talk about this when we level up and we find some discomfort it's our 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 spirits kind of telling us no we're not going to do that anymore we're not going to accept that kind of situation anymore but it's up to us to change it 
Yeah. We have to really say, you know what, I'm not dealing, I'm not going to accept this kind of behavior in my house anymore. I did once, but I'm not anymore. And, y- and, you know, and being sure and clear that we've moved to this next level. And uh, what we were talking about, uh, like, running away or this or that, like a movie yes. from one thing. Yeah. Like, you're like, I just don't, I could just, you don't, I'm not going to just get everybody out of here and they're all going to leave. <laughs> I Or I'm just out of here. I don't want to deal with any of it. That's <sighs> not going to work, right? It reminds me of a Bob Marley song. I'm running and I'm running and you're running away, but you can't run away from yourself. So yes, it is. You'll recreate the situation. Yes. So it's easy. Like sometimes, don't you look at your house and think, "Oh, I'd rather just move than clean," or <laughs> you know, yes. that kind of thought. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, but you can't because guess what? You you just get, you've you got to make another mess in the next exa- place. Exactly, and you haven't picked up <laughs> your first mess. So you got to deal with your mess. My mm. my uh, my um, growing up. My fam, the family, they used to used to say, "You make your bed, you sleep in it." Yes, make your bed and you lie in it. I heard that a lot growing up. Me too. So, you know, if you're gonna make your bed, you're gonna sleep in it. So, our goal is to look at what we're actually doing to create the scenario. Because once again, when you remember, it's your game. When you're not a victim, this Mm -hmm. is so important. Victim victimizer is the number one programming running on this planet. And this is huge, the blame game. So mm-hmm. catch yourself. If you find yourself doing being a victim or being a victimizer, uh, well, catch it and, and choose. I, I choose to release the victim-victimizer programming here and now, and we release that from my being. I choose to take self-responsibility for my actions. So when we, true freedom is true responsibility. To truly be free, we must all be responsible for our own self, for my own actions. I can't be responsible for Isla, but I have to be responsible for me. And what most of us in the world are doing is not being responsible for ourselves, but being pretty darn vocal about why Isla's not being responsible. <laughs> and, and also being responsible for the other person's reaction to you. Yeah. Like, you know, I could say something and then you, you, your face changes and you look miserable and, and you're now, now you're like depressed and, and am I responsible? Like I can look at my part, but I don't have to fully embrace that it's all my fault that Mikkel now looks sad because of something I said that I didn't know was going to set her off from something that happened when she was 10. Which brings <laughs> us back to the trigger. That would be her triggering me. And yes. so I would be feeling victimized mm-hmm. and maybe playing out the victim thing. And she yeah. was just talking about something and didn't even know that was going to hit some chord. Right. And you can see this. Every All of us have done this in some form. If you mm-hmm. haven't worked out these programs guarantee they're running in somewhere Mm -hmm. because it's prevalent we blame it's promoted blame that guy blame that guy it's always someone else's fault so the game is take responsibility there's nobody really out there they're just vibrating to you they're playing their own game they have a match that vibrates like if i'm like i'm abusey they're abuser we vibrate together wow hey look at you so we could play out our drama so we can play out what wounding is there because we're vibrating at the same place once i heal that i'm no longer going to be attracting that abuser Mm -hmm. because i don't have that vibration rolling any longer see now i'm i'm attracting something else because i'm vibrating at a different place so our goal is 
to level up. We want to go on each level, and it's, it feels really kind of like molasses sometimes, and especially in the beginning of the level, like, oh, no, Ugh, this is ucky, and it's hard, and I don't want to. But mm-hmm. as you go and you meet yourself, you do those reflective processes, all these things do require intention and a hunger to evolve, to grow, to be more loved, to experience more joy. You, you, uh, hunger is, is inherent. Passion, feed that passion that makes you want to have life. Why do you want to do all these things? What are we doing them mm-hmm. for? What's the point, right? What do I want to do any of this for? Well, freedom, freedom. Mm-hmm. Navigating your own free soul. You are a much bigger being than you can possibly even imagine. We are in the lowest dimensional framework that we can be in. And you're a multidimensional being and having many different experiences simultaneously, honestly. And so the more we get empowered into this vessel, you start owning this spaceship, your car or, you know, in your vehicle in this earth game, you're inside a vehicle. It's high tech biology and you're a soul running it. So lots of things would like to push you the soul out of that vehicle and run it. (laughs) They'd like to run it. They'd like to drive that thing. Mm -hmm. So you have to stay in charge of your vehicle. Most people are not in charge of their vehicle. They have given authority to a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the game is Mm -hmm. claiming authority, but you can only claim authority if you claim responsibility. With that, we're going to take a station break and come right back. On Tuesday, January 30th, from 5 to 7 p.m., there will be a community meeting to discuss proposed changes to the Pololu Trailhead. The State Department of Land and Natural Resources is developing a draft plan for the Pololu Trailhead based on consultations with individuals from the North Kohala community. This meeting will be to present the draft plan to the community and gather feedback. Tuesday, January 30th from 5 to 7 p.m. at the Kohala Intergenerational Center in Kamehameha Park. For more information, call 550-3894 or 657-8041. Mahalo. That's right, Kohala. There is a song in my heart, and it's thanks to KNKR. I love doing my show, Women's Voices. Please tune in every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. You can catch it on your radio at 96.1, or you can go stream it at knkr.org. You can play Ultimate Frisbee every Friday from 4.45 to 7 p.m. at Kamehameha Park. For info, call 808-895-4952. I was like, okay. 
Aloha, we are back. This is KNKRLP 96.1 FM Koala. I'm telling Isla some deep stories. <laughs> so anyway. And remember, you know, oops, oops, I pressed the wrong button. Don't, One don't. of the things that you we want to remember, too, is as we're laughing coming back, <laughs> is to find the humor in things as oh, best you yeah. can. Like, no matter where we're at, if we can... Yes, there's moments where you cry. There's moments where you feel sad. And then look for the laugh. I was watching a video before I came in here. And it was just these women being so silly. And it just made me laugh. And I'm like, yeah, I just love when people can can joke around and have a good time. And um, Don't take anything personal. Not personal, yes. If you're taking something personal, you're in a trigger. Or you're running victim-victimizer. Period. Yeah, that yeah, really and comes. and something to be aware of, and mm-hmm. and maybe you can't deal with it in that second. Maybe you talk you talk to yourself later that night when you have your reflection. And I wanted to bring something else up, as you were talking about re- responsibility for self. This person that I was thinking of from one relationship to another relationship, and um, I feel like there's this this dance too between being responsible for your reaction and the trigger and also being kind to yourself uh and because and i don't know if this is a female thing or what but i think sometimes we can um look at something we did our behavior say 10 years ago oh my god that was a horrible way that i behaved i'm an awful person like the difference between that was that was not a kind way for me to behave and I did the best I could at the time versus that was not a kind way for me to behave and I was just a piece of garbage. Like <laughs> there, there's a line there and it doesn't serve us or anybody else to, to put that burden on our back. So I want to speak to this. This yeah. is great you brought this up. So um, I'm so bad. I'm so horrible. The, you, you brought it up earlier, hitting yourself on the head, beating yourself up. Yeah. Those really come, we take, those are um, components of I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. So the, the root is I'm not good enough, and I'm not good enough comes with a few friends, like offense, defense. <laughs> a few friends, you I know, like that. <laughs> like, they hang out with that together. They yeah. all like to hang out. Yeah. So they kind of all set up shop. Uh-huh. And then they run their stuff. It's a whole, it's a whole it's an gang, ensemble. huh? Yeah, it's a gang. <laughs> it's an ensemble. <laughs> it's an ensemble. So they roll together. So you, when you know that, you're like, okay. So you can feel, if you start paying attention, you feel the click-ins. You're like, I'm starting to feel not good. So you, you actually want to scratch the disc right there. So this is, scratch the disc. So, this is so programs are like, it's like programming. You all use like computers. Records. You all yeah. use computers. Remember yeah. the old flop? Well, no, not all of you remember floppy disks. Yeah. But a CD, most of you know what a CD. Yeah. So if we put a little scratch in a, yeah. in a song, it's not going to play properly, right? Yeah. So if we have this, I'm so bad, I'm such an idiot. I, this is a program. It runs. Mm-hmm. It goes, I'm so bad. You say the same things. It's a, it's a tape. You can feel it running the program. Yeah. So if second you, what you want to try and do is do something wacky mm-hmm. inside of that because you're scratching the disc. Mm-hmm. That program starting to run. I'm so bad. If you're like, no, you know what? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Go, 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 go. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I am awesome. I am awesome. Yes, I am. Woo. 
something crazy mm-hmm. to scratch the disc. You've now just inset something into that pro. It can't run the same. If you keep doing, you do these. Keep things, interrupting it. You interrupt keep it. Interrupt you interrupt those, the those thought patterns. They're yeah. programs. Yeah. And they really are not even thought patterns. They're mm-hmm. programmings. They're not even your own thoughts, mm-hmm. which is really important to get and difficult to kind of imagine. But what happens, just like a computer, you have this great new app, you know, computer. And then you start loading stuff into it. Well, the original operating system is what you are, right? That's mm-hmm. your original operating system. Something gets in there, a little virus or something, you load some other program and it seeps the little virus over to some other side of your thing. And now this other thing keeps popping up all the time. And I can't get that thing to get off my screen. It's popping up right. all the time. That's a program. That's right. a, So that's what happens. It's now we hit something, it pops up. Right. So everything you understand about technical thing, most of you out there, a lot of you are very technical. You've been on computers, on devices. Everything you understand, you can apply to your spiritual path. It operates the same way because all of that is only mimicking us, which is the quantum system. Mm-hmm. We God source is a quantum living system. And it works like that because we can manifest right away. You can heal right away. Nothing is what it seems it is once we release the old paradigms and we start to operate more from a place of self-responsibility, more of a place of understanding that we're all vibrating, that truly frequency is the name of the game. We are a frequent, we are frequencies and we have energetic signatures and we are operating more from a place of moving through life, understanding that you are affecting everything that's happening. You are an amazing creator. So something that just came up for me while you were talking was um, as you're talking about frequency and um, amazing creator is uh, somebody said a long time ago, people are more afraid of their own power than they are of anything else. Uh, of of their own amazing magnificence. And I think it's important for us to look at uh, or talk about a little bit that fear of if I keep going, you know, I think I said, I, I, I think I said years ago on this show with you that when I was married before, my husband at the time, I started taking classes and he said, I'm going to take those classes too because I don't want to get you to get too far ahead of me. <laughs> uh-huh. So his only reason for doing it was because he was for afraid. It was he was afraid. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me. It mm-hmm. was because he was afraid. And it really taught me how important it is to, um, first of all, to follow what you feel that you need to do and to not be afraid that s- the people around you may not be going down the same path you're going. Because there'll be, there'll be new people or there'll be new situations. And sometimes we hold ourselves back, um, myself included, because it's like, well, by, I, it, it might even be a subconscious. I don't want things to change. So I'm going to be careful of what I'm doing and I'm not going to evolve too much. Right. I don't <laughs> want to get too far ahead of the people around me. And yeah. also some, some codependency things. I remember yeah. when I was in my 20s, my, boy, my boyfriend then, I'm like, well, I want you to stretch with me. I want you yeah. to meditate with me. I want you to, let's do it together. <laughs> and he didn't want to do it. And so I, well, then I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Okay, well, I won't. Yeah. I'll just sit with you and Very do whatever common. you want to yeah, do. Very common. Yeah, let's watch TV. Yeah, I'll just do what you're doing. 
and um, that's that's on me, right? Yeah. That was on me to, yeah. to not follow myself. So I learned after that, the next one round, I didn't do that. I decided I'm going to follow myself. I'm going to really be committed. And for me, I really like the energy of saying, the bottom line is I am committed to serve my source fully, mm-hmm. completely, and totally. So mm-hmm. I'm committed to that first, mm-hmm. which means I'm committed to God, to the path of God, to embodying the energies of the Holy Mother, Holy Father, the Christic light. And so in that commitment, it, it, it supersedes everything. So it even sends, so that helps actually, because it supersedes yes. when we're in, in relationship too, in partnerships and romantic and friendships and everything. You got to go high. You got to go to the higher level. So this is where we get into loving everything and living in love. Surrendering, mm-hmm. which is, I think, honestly, what I find for a lot of people and, and for myself, gosh, it's hard to surrender. It's hard mm-hmm. to surrender at all. You, it means it means when you're like, you know, I, I really want you to give me a hug right now. And you like, and I don't want to, you don't want to. I, it means I really have to surrender. You know what? Isla's not able to give me a hug right now. And that's okay. I can give myself a hug. I'm held by the whole. It means I have to go to God to go to the Holy Mother and I have to let the Holy Mother hold me. Yes. And I have to receive God's love and know that I don't need anything from anywhere out there. Isla's hug isn't going to make it for me. I make it for me. I have what I need within me. God's source energy is here. I have to go to God. I have to go be filled up by source and let that be the voice that runs through me. I have to surrender, not of my will, but divine will. I surrender to God's infinite love. And I allow that to be that flows through here, that which moves through my being, and I let it fill me, and I surrender everything else, knowing that maybe Isla was hurt. Maybe she can't give me a hug because she was hurt, and nobody gave her a hug. Mm-hmm. You know, She doesn't even mm-hmm. know how to give me a hug right now because she's in her own trigger. Mm-hmm. And so she's not even capable of doing that. So I, I, get to, I, I am responsible to everything I know, and I actually know how to give myself a hug, actually. Mm-hmm. And I just need to go to God and do that. And in that statement that you're making, you're also releasing expectation of other. There's nobody out there. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised when you say that, but it just cracks me up. Because <laughs> I'm like so serious with that you statement. Are, I always you're like, everybody, what, what about those other those people? Those expectations <laughs> of others. Oh, there's nobody out there. Well, there's nobody there because they're really playing out your movie. They right. change the movie. They change as you change. Your movie mm-hmm. changes. The situation changes. It feels different. It just begins to change. You're like, was that always there? I don't know if I ever saw that before. Wow, gosh. Like here's mm-hmm. a really interesting, funny one. And when I was, I, I have, you know, I had a lot of dad, father. You know, my father was not present in my life younger, so uh-huh. working out my daddy issues was yeah, a yeah. big thing. So um, my dad's wife who I love, they were staying at my house one year when I, about a decade ago, when I was in, in Africa doing work and came back and I had been doing a lot of spiritual work in those last couple of years and that, at that time period around feeling good enough and my mm-hmm. dad had been a really big source of that and every time I'd been around him, I'm working it out. Yes. I was coming up against myself. I'm bleh, it's all I'm getting triggered the whole time I'm ever hanging out with him and so mm. his wife inevitably sees me that way. <laughs> yes. She, didn't she doesn't even know just, the other. She doesn't even know me, yes. like the real me and so she was, yeah. she was, um, you know, 
I came home and she, was, she very kind of timidly and scarily goes, I found this um, this really nice pen. Uh, I, I found it in your drawer. Don't get mad. Um, I put it on a pillow and I, it's, it's sitting on the table and I, I hope you're oh, that's okay. I, I didn't. And I just looked at her and I went, wow, I am so sorry. I've been such a horror, like a terror. And I've been so like yeah. snappy or intense or, you know, it, snippy or whatever that you feel like you have to approach me like timidly on, to, right, on, tiptoes. on tiptoes. Yeah. I'm really sorry that I have mm. acted that way. I apologize to you and I really appreciate that you put the pin there. Mm. It looks really beautiful. That was you following your guidance that things been in. It's a beautiful thing that needs to come out of that drawer. It needs mm-hmm. to be seen. And you were following that. And I'm really grateful and I appreciate mm-hmm. you. And, and how gratifying it was for me and how obvious, like, wow, I was really different when I was totally in my wound. Yes. And now I'm not. And I can see it like, was I did that? Jeez, wow, I'm really sorry. That's or that there cool. was something about how you were interacting when you were at, in their presence that... I was that being was defensive. The, that was the offensive. only person she knew. She right. didn't know all the other characteristics that you had because you were just that person when you had an expectation yeah that i was gonna get on her case yes because i because maybe it happened a few times oh yeah it had because i can i could be (laughs) intense yeah that's a common word i would be intense yeah you know and so when i once i moved through some that you kind of oh my gosh that Mm -hmm. wasn't i did that stuff i don't i'm so sorry i didn't even mean to Mm -hmm. and you can see it and it doesn't even it's really so obvious that it's not yours that they're yeah. programs. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even feel like it was yours. It just feels like, oh, pff, whoops, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> you know, my father remarried when I was in my 20s, I guess. And uh, I always had, I, I had a challenge with it because he left my mother and, you know, that whole thing. And anyway, when I think back to his wife, I can see... You know, she had a lot of programs. She had so many things. He had so many things. And then I had my things. And it was also so so kind of messy and because it wasn't it, it wasn't anyone trying to hurt anybody. It was just everyone in their wounds. Yeah. <laughs> interacting in the same space. It was like ah! And this is what all of us have been really steeped in, and this is really mm. great to understand because it takes a lot of charge, and there's no blame back to that because that's yeah. victimizing. No blame going on. We're just observing that we've all been in trauma. It's not like, you know, oh, so-and-so's in trauma. You should get out of there. No, we're all in trauma. We've all been through trauma, and most of us, all of us, in some form, our parents' traumas and programming is what we then as children try to heal or we hand down or we then do the same one. So if we make a choice to start moving through this deep self-work, which is reflective work, choosing to take responsibility, using tools, meditation, eating well, giving your body what you need, body, mind, spirit, you're making a choice to heal, which does affect not just you, but your lineage. You are connected through the DNA, and we all incarnated into these lines for reasons. You have access to that entire cachet of information. And as you make choices, especially if you're a parent, know that you're, you're actually affecting it for your children. You're changing the line. You're allowing that that program doesn't need to run in this line any longer. The buck stops here. So you're we're creating freedom so that we are navigating the game so that, as Isla said, you know, 
about people and not understanding their power. I think the greatest problem we have is that it's a, a world full of divine co-creators who have no idea that's what they are. And as you get to know that you are actually a, a child of God, that you have, you're a hologram of the infinite, which, so it's like we're a children of God, but we have all the, like, I, I, it's like, oh, if you've read a Facebook group, you can have like, there's one member, but you can give other admins, they have the exact same power as you. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we're like that. We have a hologram. We're a hologram of God. I'm like right. a God's ambassador here, and so are you. <laughs> we're all God's ambassadors. We're yeah. all eyes of God. We all have the infinite um, command of of the divine light if we so choose mm -hmm. in this form. Because I I am that I am, and I'm a representative of God. And we're all connected, and we're all part of the same. Well, it's all God. It's all one. <laughs> There's nobody out there, Isla. <laughs> well, you're right there. Come on. True enough, but we're we get to be, um, which I love is that we get to be the fractals, and that's like yes. the diamond facet. So you can still see it as that one. That's a great way to visualize it, mm -hmm. the one thing. But there's all these facets. So Isla and I are not the same thing, but we're we're part of the same one thing. So and we're all we're all doing and playing out different parts of that and, and exhibiting different gifts. Yes, and you know as you're talking about you know, kind of doing your work and that it actually helps both our ancestors and our descendants. And when I think of that and I'm out walking, I'm like, you know, talking to all of them and thanking them and also wanting to do what I need to do for them. And um, one thing that, that's up for me is that um, as I look at who's next in, in my descendant category, <laughs> as I watch my child go through things, it, my child who's like almost 40 years old, it's very clear to me that, and, and I, I don't know if I'm projecting or if there's something for me to say or it's really just for me to do my own stuff. But I see her playing out in this new relationship, stuff that I saw her experience from her father. And I don't think she's connected those two dots. It's been a, it's one of those topics that we dance around because he and I have been apart for so long that I'm always cautious about stepping on that and that relationship or even calling attention to it. And then I think as we're talking about, well, you know, we're cleaning up stuff for our ancestors, our descendants. Maybe there's something in there for me about my father that I... You know, bingo. So, as so it's not just about other, because well, there's no other. It's never about <laughs> other. But we're gonna keep reminding Isla. But so. I say I, I bring all this up as examples yeah, to yeah, people. Yeah. You know, I know I'm yeah, yeah. But um, the, the I, uh, what I was gonna say about that though is um, yes to the revelation that you heal it backward and forward, and that you actually by doing the work inside yourself. See, as you empower your own self and you heal that pattern, you do help heal it for your child. Mm. And you help. And all of us are really dating our mother or father. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, everybody's doing that. Mm -hmm. We're all calling in partnerships that have those pieces because, you know, and I mean, I did that my whole life, you know, creating the, the, the absent father. Different, the, different aspects different of aspects that person. Of it, right. right. Different aspects. The aspects that usually have pain. <laughs> and the reason why is yes. because we are going, you can't, you have to have the reflections in order to see it. 
So mm-hmm. you're going to experience pain and trauma until you don't have any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it has to come up somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the truth for all of us is most of our dark stuff or the things that are really hard aren't going to come up until you're in an intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. It's the more intimate, the partnership, the friendships, that's where you can have pain right. because now you mean something to me and now I'm vulnerable and now right. I don't, now I'm worried that you're not going to be there and now I'm feeling this and now I'm feeling that. Because and now maybe I'll do something about it because I don't want to, this relationship to end. Maybe that's a motivator or maybe it's just that I want to be a good person, but I'm saying we just mm. in, in relation, what I mean is more that in relationships is where your stuff's going to come up. Right. If you're alone and you never see people, you probably have some stuff that you don't know about because you don't have anybody reflecting anything to you. You mm-hmm. think, I'm great, but do you have right. a conversation with anybody? <laughs> How did the, right. they think it went great? So basically, mm-hmm. there, people and, and situations are kind of like gauges for us, like, where am I at? If you haven't been out for a while, well, go to some, go out and having a couple, you know, go cruise through, go somewhere and have some experiences. How do your interactions go? Was mm-hmm. it easeful? Was it nice? Was it difficult? Whatever you experienced is what you're creating. And you want to like right. take note. What am I creating? Am I always stuck in traffic? Am I always, yeah. am I always like late? Is Am I always getting yelled at by somebody? Yeah. Is somebody always scolding me? That's mm-hmm. my father who used to scold me and I'm mm-hmm. still getting scolded everywhere. Mm-hmm. See, because I'm creating it because I still have a wound. And mm-hmm. until I actually change that, I'm going to keep creating it. And so you were talking about your daughter mm. and, and like them seeing it. It is, I've done that. And my, my mom actually told me not long ago, she goes, I remember your father. When, and and if, I don't even know if my dad ever listens to these, but I love you and we've healed quite a bit at this point. But as um. But when I was younger, you know, there were moments she remember when I'm young, I'm like running there like a child, like, hey, daddy, I'm so excited for the day. And he's like, get out of here. Yeah. Shh, close the door. Get out of here. Yeah. And I'm just full of joy and love and being blasted. Yeah. Like four years old. Yeah. And so I, of course, created men in my life who did the same thing. Yeah. Right. Because that's I'm trying to heal it. And it's also what I know. And now you're a grown up and now you can heal it. Right. Four year old Mikkel was just crushed. Exactly. Right. So then I've had to go back to four year old Mikkel and look at those four year old memories and go, hmm, let's pick up what we don't need. See, he was actually in a lot of pain. My dad was ruled by things at those times. This wasn't him. We're all been ruled. We've all been in pain and we've all been ruled by other things hooked up to stuff. And somebody else is running the game, not the soul. Because if he's in his own pain and trauma, so then that just reflects outward. And then it hits me, right? right? So I drop something in that room, like, I'm not good enough, I suck. And I run away. So I have to go back, get that stuff, clear that memory, forgive everyone, show my little girl what's really going on, and then have her come with me. We're going to be best friends, and we're going to do this together. And I love you, and I got you. And you can be joyful and fun, and I want to hear you. So I get to give that to myself, right? Right. Right. Well, I think I think what this has shown me today is that um, there's the there's the the day to day interpersonal relationships that that I have, we have, and then here's my daughter who lives five thousand miles away and just tells me just a hint of what's going on in her life, and I'm like, gee, what can I do to fix it? Because yeah. <laughs> that's what I do, and what I could do to fix it or what I could do to heal it is to look at my own things that may have transpired with my father that he's, you know, he died 
10 years ago or whatever, without having to interact with him as a person, but just go to those places. I do have memories of some things that happen and heal them. I don't know that I've healed them. I think I've gone there and said, he was doing the best he could because that's what I do. He was doing (laughs) the best he could at the time and he had his own stress and, you know, suck it up Sally is what I would say to myself. And what I need to do is what I would do for a a little five-year-old, 10-year-old girl and say, sweetheart, it's okay. You can be sad. You know, he, he still loves you. He's, he's, he's doing whatever. And I actually would love to share with all of you and with you, Isla, to go to my daily tools list on my channel. I have a meditation there called Picking Up Your Pearls. My channel is Mikkel mm-hmm. Anna. That Picking Up Your Pearls is exactly this process. It guides mm-hmm. you with your inner child into the, whatever memory you choose and then helps you to retrieve it and zero it out because you really are zeroing out the energy that we leave there. Again, we're energetic beings. We're having multiple experiences at once you're it's all happening now so those experiences my stuff still in that memory so right now when I something happens you know I, I would be experiencing that because I would go straight there you go wherever the where your stuff's stuck mm-hmm. so we have to get our stuff out of there and zero it out or else they're just still sitting there yeah and I th- and I think what this has shown me today is that other people in my life, it could be a stranger who walks in or um, a family member, mm-hmm. if there's something about their situation that charges me like it does, in addition to, okay, I care, I'm kind, and blah, 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 maybe there's some other pearl in there. And that's why it's like it's like poking at me. Always. There's yeah, always something for you if you are feeling a trigger on any level. Yeah, but for me, it's not a trigger like it's making me upset. It's a trigger like, oh, God, I wish she'd understand. I Uh, wish she'd uh get it. So let's put it a different way. A trigger to me can mean a a few things. Can mean Mm. it's for me. It means any anything that pulls me into an um, out of neutrality, Mm -hmm. out of an emotion of of neutrality. Mm. So if Mm -hmm. I'm I'm can just sit here and look at it neutrally. The second I start feeling like, oh, what do you mean, Isla? What? Isla, come on. (laughs) If I start feeling like that, all of a sudden I'm not in neutrality anymore. Now I have some high emotion going. I'm starting to feel something. So if I'm feeling something, it's hitting something. Yeah. And if it's keeping me, for me, it's like I can't sleep because I keep running something in my head. There's a reason it's running, though, because there's something to it. Like I was doing something similar, you know, and it's there for a reason with a thought. Um, you know, but again, back to many things are not really linked even to this necessarily this life. Yeah. Like I had recently moved, I shared with you before, um, moved through, I was having all these things happen with, with kind of women and, and things in my life and feeling this interesting, um, energy and I've been working with it for quite a while and also feeling some claustrophobia and some other stuff and then kind of really got to a past experience or a current, you know, a simultaneous experience, however you want to call it, um, where I had been, I had been betrayed by a feminine energy, like a friend, 
and and then had been buried alive and and oh, then geez, burned yeah. at the stake. Yeah. And and so just gosh, that, just, just that. that, just that. Well, no wonder I felt a little bit intense. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when you kind of realize your bigger story, you're like, well, it's, we're not just dealing with just this one life. You're dealing with a myriad of experiences because you're a really huge being with all kinds of experiences. This is just one role you've had. You're like an actor on a stage. And what's your role? Here, you're going to be Isla all good this time. Yeah. Here's your, here's yeah. your script. You know, like we're, I'm just a character because the soul is playing the personality of Mikkel, Anna, who came in. That personality is based somewhat on my arc, uh, my astrology template. When I was born, when I arrived, gives me like my avatar. Right. And then that's kind of like my, I'm in that avatar. My soul is in the avatar. And then I'm going on my little journey. Dun, 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 dun. Right. And you are, and we're almost out of time, but, and you also are playing out something that could be an archetype. I thought you were going to use that word. Oh, yes. That's the great. archetype, <clears throat> because like you said, in a past life, claustrophobia. Well, those things really did happen to women in past lives. Yes, whether it, whether it was mine or yours or ours, it's all the same anyway, right? So sometimes maybe we're feeling some collective something. For sure. Okay, well, there's actually, yeah. those are d all different things because <laughs> there is actually picking up on collective energies, which right now is a really important thing to be aware of with so much trauma and intensity and war and things happening out there. It, you don't want to get pulled into the collective pain. Usually whatever we've had pain with ourselves is where we have a soft